Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train Jared Freed coming to you live from the quarantine cabin on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. We are here Mondays and Thursdays with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's how it works, people. This is this is listen. I this is just J Train, just Papa JT, just the board lord. Okay. I don't got billboards. We don't got commercials. I got you and your big fat mouth. <laughs> Tell people. That's all you got to do. Tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears. I'll take them. I'll take them and I'll put them right to my nape and let them nuzzle right into my neck. And I'll hold them and I'll say, I got you. Ooh. And I'll coo in their ear. Ooh. You do this every time? The whole nape? I switch it. I switch it okay. around every time. Okay. You know, I still have PTSD from doing your podcast back in the day. Why? From Let me introduce. Hello. Oh yeah. Well, like, <laughs> I still have like I got anxious before you started. <laughs> People still ask. They're like, "Why don't you do the long hello anymore?" And it was like there was a person that was at a show that was like, "I'm a speech pathologist," or she was like a an expert in the field of speaking, and she was like. You got to stop doing it. You're going to like you're 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 going to be a mute by the end of this. Yeah, podcast. she should get a Nobel Peace Prize, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> and that is all to say I'm very excited and okay, P, she has made herself available right away from the show. Lisa Traeger, thank you for coming back. It's a pleasure. Honestly, you know, I miss being I miss seeing you. I miss being at the I cellar. Know. I miss uh, talking shit. I miss running around, having a beer. I miss it. I miss it all. Vodka soda. I've been I've been having a couple more beers lately. I, I I enjoy like the act of having a beer. Like it slows me down. I was gossiping with one of our friends, and he said a lot of comics, uh, like skinny comics, have put on some weight <laughs> during the pandemic. And it's funny <laughs> to not see someone for so long and be like, "Wait, what happened?" And it's like we're the, sad. The, this, yeah, like you know, what, what's going to happen to someone who likes to tell jokes on stage where they're like, "No, you got to stay home and you can't do anything." They're going to eat. They're going to drink. They're going to do some things. You know, yeah. I'm trying my best. I'm working out. Um, everyone should go follow. Forzag at Forzag on Instagram. He's fantastic. And I go, you know, I mean, what we're doing together, him and I, like, it's like, I feel like I'm like holding off a a dam that's about to just break loose. Like, (laughs) you know, like, like he's just maintaining. Yes. He he's literally the duct tape that's keeping the dam from flooding my body, you know? So I, I, it's hard. It's, uh, but you're in LA. Is it better? Well, I'm back in the Midwest. Oh, you're back in the Midwest. Yeah, just for a few months. Um, I'm alone. I actually, yeah, but my family, you know, I'm here with my family. I had to give up my apartment, yada, yada. Life's crazy. But it's funny. I'm staying at my sister's husband's parents' condo. They're away for the the winter. Okay. um, To visit grandkids. But all these old Jews live here, and they're so suspicious, and they think I'm an airbnb -er. And so it's like, (laughs) so do you live here? Oh, I don't know them. So how long have they lived in the building? What floor are you Wait, you said you grew up here. Why are you here? And it's like, I don't have a job, okay? Yeah. I don't have a job and I'm staying here for free. <laughs> like, leave me the fuck alone. Jews are the most. What are like, Jew Karens? Uh, what are Jew Karens called? Karen Goldbergs? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I, they're called Nancys. I don't know. Man. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's like, but that's, I've dealt with those people my whole life. I know exactly the type of person you're talking about. Like, they ask you questions that you know is going somewhere. It's, and it's never just always an accusatory question. 
Jess does the same thing to me. She, I walked in. She was like, how? I, I've been trying to do a bit about this, but she goes, how do you sit on the toilet? And it's like, that's not a question that I'm going to get leave, right. Do you leave poop speckles in the bowl and leave? Is I, that what's happening? Yeah, I'm a bit of a poop artist on the back of the toilet. I, you got to get rid of it. It's truly a pet. Pe- it's really disgusting. I wipe it up, but sometimes, you know, I, this is, I mean, if someone's got, if someone hates poop talk, you're, you're in the wrong place right now. But I think the problem is, and not to be too graphic. Okay, Jess just yelled your ass sprays Jared. Um, so then say that. Don't go, well, how do you sit? Like, we're not going to fix this. So <laughs> I guess, I think the problem is I sit and I, I'm on my phone when I'm on the toilet. So that, like, if you look at the angles, now you're oh, I pooping backwards. Oh, I actually have to talk to you about this. Go ahead. So I'm on my phone so much, my hand hurts. My thumb, yeah. I have pain. Yeah. And I'm assuming if I have pain, you have pain, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. How are you dealing with this? My th- It hurts. I have, uh, from t- looking at my phone, neck pain. I have it from here down, from the right side, like, of my ear, all the way down, like, to like my arm and it's it's bad i'm i'm very clearly addicted to my phone yeah i can't look away from it i i like i uh, sometimes i'll look at it i'll be like enough already and then i'll like look away for two seconds and it's back in my hand somehow and i'm like how did i get here like i like black out went, and all of a sudden i'm looking at instagram again i went to get a covid and stri- my throat's been hurting so i want to be extra careful so uh the nurse comes in and goes um, put hand sanitizer on and then don't touch your phone or anything until I take your vitals. And then she left me in the room. And when she came back, I'm like, are you fucking insane? What you yeah. just And she goes, I know it's for safety. I go, you were challenged. She goes, makes you think, doesn't it? I'm like, bitch, Ugh. I'm already stressed enough. I think I have COVID. I mean, what I don't did, think I do, but I just. What did you do? Go to one of the old Jews in the home? Like, uh, it makes <laughs> you think, doesn't it? <laughs> she was Latina. She was great. It's it was actually crazy. Like you have to take an it's LA was amazing with testing. I think New York's been good, right? Free anywhere you want, you go get tested. It's not as ready. It's not like you know LA someone giving amazing. out Gatorade during a marathon. But I That's I go to city. I, I go to city MD. I get it done two minutes in and out. Um, I've gotten like 12 at this point because anytime I come back to the show, yeah. I, I just get it right away. And at least I have, you know, document. You, it's like a refresh. It feels like a refresh. You're like, oh, OK, good one until favorite, next time. One of my favorite porn stars, Abella Danger, She's been, mm. she travels a lot and she posts <laughs> her COVID tests ever, from the plane to the COVID test. And yeah. so I do like that. Um, yeah. Here you have to have symptoms. So you have to go online and do an okay. e-visit and then they allow you and it opens at 8 a.m. the clinic. I got there at 7.50. There was a line, like people that came at 9 a.m. had a two-hour wait. See, I was there until 10.20 in the morning. That seems a little ridiculous. It seems like it should be better than that. Like yeah, I, I went to a place yesterday. I was trying to get one. It was, um, he goes, oh, people have been waiting for over four hours. There's no way you're getting in. Something is up in Illinois. I don't know what's happening. Now, now we talked about like sad comedians. Like I'm looking out the window right now. It's gray. I'm looking at New York, and I'm like, I don't know about staying here for the winter. Like, like I've I've literally said to everyone I come in contact with, winter is coming. I don't know what to do. Like L.A. feels like a better option, 
But you went to the Midwest. Are you uh, worried about like being, you know, what are you going to do there for a few months? What's your, is there a plan? Are you getting nervous about this? And I don't ask this to make you sad. I'm like, I'm asking because I'm genuinely concerned about myself. No, my, I'm going to play backgammon. I, I'm gonna. I feel. I felt lonely in LA and here. So obviously, LA is. I had a pod. I have like my friends and their babies, and we get like we all get tested. You can rent a pool for a few hours in someone's backyard. It's nice out. It is better there. LA is better. You could go to Dodger Stadium, get a quick test. Um, It is cold and sad here, but I've been sitting outside. Um, There's a dog I get to pet. My sister has a dog. My, (laughs) I guess. <laughs> Can you imagine in March we're like, yeah, we'll be done in a few months, and now we're in November, and you're going, well, there's a dog I get to pet. Yeah, <laughs> like like our expectations yeah. are so so much, low. so low. Yeah, yeah, no, but I don't have high expectations. So to me, you know, my dad had heart surgery this summer, and he's 82 is he, years old. Is he doing was, okay? Yeah, it's like the most impressive knock on wood thing I've ever seen. This motherfucker is 82. He had four separate heart issues. He has two new valves in there. He is driving. He's going to cardio rehab three times a week. He's on an elliptical. He's walking two miles a day. He's like, he's crushing it. Yeah, he's still trying to do errands, like running up and down. He's a hoarder. The basement says hoarding. He's like down there moving boxes. It's like, (laughs) Such a gift. I mean, I'm so impressed with him. And it honestly, even though I'm not doing this, I we have to take care of our bodies. So when we're yeah. 82 and something happens, we can bounce back. Like, it, yeah, it's because he's physically fit that he was able. All the doctors, cardiologists were like, we have 40 year olds who need walkers. Like, what the fuck? And he yeah. he did. It. I mean, he's here- amazing. Hearing that, like, I just, I, I'm on Lipitor now. Like, I'm on, like, cholesterol medication at 35. And, like, they were like, yeah, you also have a heart murmur. And then I took the pill for, like, a week. And I'm going, like, I kind of, like, felt like I was, like, my breathing was off. I was like, is the pills doing this to me? And it's like, your dad gets out of surgery. And he's like, come on, let's start moving boxes. I'm like, oh, man, I'm such a fucking pussy. No, the beginning was so tough. You know, it's sad to see someone that, He's rollerblading in his seventies. It's weird to see, like the beginning few months. Wait a minute, your dad was a rollerblading guy. Oh, he worked at the pool every summer till the summer because of COVID. Um, We always we we joke that thing. You know, it's nice his heart happened during COVID because then he gets to hopefully return back to the pool next year. But but hold on, he's like this older Russian dude that speaks Russian. Yeah. So so he's just on rollerblades like back in the day playing <laughs> yeah, tennis. Yeah. Like I don't know. Like what does he do? Like how is he rollerblading? What does it look he like? He just did with the kids tennis. Like he's just like a physically active man. He was a boxer wow. in his youth. He loved soccer. He was a coach. Like he just enjoys being physically fit. Sure. The reason why the heart thing went insane is because there was one day where he got drunk started gardening and then went and started um he bench pressed and that's what put his heart over <laughs> out after months of not bench pressing he went to the basement started bench pressing and then they were like okay now you now you need surgery you psychopath. what made what made him yeah what made him do that what was like well they're going crazy like we are you yeah, know my just, dad they miss they going to home goods yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah they go to the movies it's senior citizen discount like my dad had friends two of his friends like he all he misses life like we do I, I, I've done this a lot during COVID times and I've done the thing where I'm like, I try ranking who has it the worst. Like, 
you know, like I and and then I hear of a new scenario every single day where I'm like, oh, that person's got it pretty bad. You know, like you hear about older people who like have a whole routine and you're like, oh, that, that fucking sucks. Like, well, like not to bring it down too much, but my sister said like my mom's been going crazy because for us, we're young mm. and we see a way out of this, you know, like yeah. we'll get There's through hope. this in five There's years. Hope. We're young. What if they don't have many years left? So to them, they are more like, fuck. Yeah, it's a waste of time. It's a yeah. it's a waste of precious time, especially yeah, with grandkids. grandkids. You got, yeah, you got the, the grandkids thing. Like that gets me. Um, and again, with not a lot of people being creative right now, a lot more people pointing fingers rather than being creative. Like that bother. That's got to bother them. That bothers me. Like I, I that bothers me as someone who wants to work. Right and when stuff. you said the pointing fingers, you'll get a kick out of this as a fellow Shark Tank guy. Me and Mark oh. Cuban got into a fight yesterday on Twitter. Hold he was responding on. with me. He responded to me. So what <laughs> happened? I didn't look at it because I was waiting for us to talk about it. I wanted to hear it in real time. I feel time. so silly because I would have been more eloquent in my points earlier on because then he didn't respond to my later ones. Um, but basically, yeah, you get one shot. You got one no, shot. No, he responded to twice. Okay, you I get made two shots. <laughs> you get two shots at the king. You better not miss. This is like, <laughs> yeah. So what happened? What was the so the tweet the that annoyed me? Um, what annoyed me was he was saying that it's dumb for people to donate to the election in Georgia and stop okay. giving money to politicians and give to food banks. That okay. annoyed me because it's like you and your billionaire friends could end hunger in this country tomorrow. Sure. So tell they, your friends what to do. To tell second, us what to do, to tell me what to do with my $5 and how I choose to second, donate it isn't I very I donate helpful. to everything. I donate sure. to poor people and to the election. And to say the election doesn't matter is so privileged. And it's not just about the election. There's voter suppression. Georgia is the state of voter suppression. Stacey, like, without a turning blue, Georgia wouldn't have gone blue. And to think, like... We have 240,000 people are dead because of COVID. Like to think the election and just having leadership that cares or might implement anything to help us or believes in science is a big sure. deal. So of course you're above the law, Mark. Of course you don't yeah. care. You think it doesn't matter. It fucking matters to people. A billionaire telling people, telling you know us normies what to do with our money isn't just isn't a great look. You know, no. like it's it just generally. So what did he say back? So I, but I called him a fucking, I was like, you fucking idiot. And then I wrote this long, and he wrote, love you too, smiley face. Okay. And I went, Mark, I was like, oh my God. So then I just wrote, Mark, honestly, I love you too, but I feel the way you feel when people show up with a vitamin without a clinical trial. Disappointed. Oh, I'm disappointed. Love it. Love it. You used his words against them. <laughs> and I go, but you're wrong here, bro. And he wrote something else. I don't remember. I have screenshots. I sent it to the family email immediately. Sure. Um, to my brother-in-law. And then I, I donated to the food bank in honor of him. And I wrote, okay. why don't you donate to the Chicago food bank now? Like, yeah. motherfucker, I will donate. I don't have a house. It, I don't have a fucking car. I am not listen, doing well. Yeah. I'll donate. You're living you with donate. a bunch of yeah. You're living with a bunch of Nazis who are fucking <laughs> investigating you. It's yeah. fucking you know this dude's got like a seven room fucking house and a beach house. So fuck and him. And it's like you can end world hunger tomorrow. See, this is this is the thing. It's like and for him, like Twitter is not you know nothing really looks great on Twitter. <laughs> like like no, and then like, people were like, you should have been nicer. I'm like. 
Of course, I'm humiliated. I called Mark yeah. Cuban a fucking idiot. I'm never going to get my deal now. You know, like. Well, the, you know, Mark Cuban also has is is known for having an email that he gets back to. He has like I a bet, Gmail. Yeah. He has a Gmail account that you can literally email, and he'll get back to you if it's worth his time. I guess. How or does he have so much time with all these investments and? I, the I, yeah, he's got a lot of companies. Well, they're all like under their holding companies. They have one major company with like a CEO. Like they're bringing them into a company that has the wherewithal to like, we could get into Shark Tank for days. I'm excited for these peanut butter pops. But when you said what I'm doing here, just to go back, I'm just enjoying time with my parents. I feel like, you know, I was so scared this summer that I'm never going to regret this time. So I'm not going to be sad I can't perform or not party or see friends. I'm just going to be grateful for the time that I get to see. My nephew turns 18 on Sunday. 18. My other nephew was supposed to get bar mitzvah. These kids are also fucking incredible. Like if I had to do a bar mitzvah over Zoom, when we were supposed to go to Israel in December and do it on Masada, we... Re-reserve Masada last year, and it's like uh, these kids are so amazing. So I'm just like, I'm gonna be happy. I get to do Hanukkah here and Thanksgiving and see my parents, and that's it. So listen, I want, I, I love that perspective, and all, all of us should have that perspective. Enjoy the moment. Enjoy what you can. Let, get to pet a dog. I want so. <laughs> Lise is here because well, I also want to say something because I know we're going to start with advice and I always am trying to prolong it. But I also want to say I suddenly looked. You have so many followers and you well, you mentioned this up top, but you do this all on your own. There is no network. There is no behind person. There's no assistant. Well, you are no, doing th- it. That's not that's you not have fair. an assistant. I, I don't have an assistant, but, you know, Shelby produces the show. And, I did not know that. You know, you know Jim oh, and I Brandon, all these, everyone's helping out, but I appreciate that. It, it no, is a, I'm just saying you really did this, and, you know, I'm annoyed at the constant stories or whatever, but <laughs> it's so impressive and that you fucking did it. You're selling out. You get to do these shows. You are doing a great job, and it's impressive. Um, I appreciate that. I'm trying my best. And I, and I think right now, like you have to take a moment to go, Oh, okay. Like, look at how lucky to be, you know, on a mic talking to you that we can put this out to people. We can answer emails. We can yuck it up and have fun and laugh. And like, yeah, there's moments where you're like, fuck, what the fuck is going on right now? But then there's moments like, yeah, we're going to answer these emails about, you know, fucking ghosting and shit. And it's like, well, you know, this is great. I, I, but this is all to say, Lisa Traeger yeah. is starting her own yes. podcast. So Finally. Not, listen, we want her to have the dream I have built. We want to give Lisa the gift of her own audience of a podcast listeners on a week, le- weekly basis. And I love a podcast with a plan. And I think, Lisa, you have a show coming. And I'm going to say it for the people. It's out right now. Right no, now. you need to- Oh, I thought it's out. No, it's it comes out December eighth, and the but the RSS feed, RSS feed is there out. now. Oh yeah, yeah, you could subscribe now. Sorry. So you can subscribe <laughs> right now. I'm, I'm trying to get this. I'm this trying to get people involved. Okay, the this page is, my is big, out. The trailer's big, out, baby. This is my big moment to tell oh, people to pause the podcast right now. <laughs> I want you to pause it. I want you to pause, pause, pause right now. Go subscribe to Lisa's new podcast. It is going to be great. It's called That's Messed Up. It's an SVU podcast. So people love Law & Order. They love SVU. It's going to be every Tuesday. Explain to the listeners what 
that's messed up is and what you're going to be doing on a weekly basis. Thank you. So Kara Clank is my co-host. We're both Virgos. We're both Jewy. So um, we're very, it's a very organized. This bitch is, we have spreadsheets. She will, I I will type a note as she's highlighting to bold it. Like it is uh, amazing. (laughs) Uh, Couple of Nancy's. Yeah, this was her idea, and I'm so glad she came to me. We're obsessed with Law and Order SVU. We've seen all 20, you know, 22nd season just started. We're obsessed. We have our favorites. We're, we love Mariska. We love Maloney. We love the newer detectives. And so we talk about an episode of SVU, and then we talk about the true crime it's based on. So there is crime elements. Sure. And then we have guests from the show. And you're going to – I mean, we have, like, huge names – can you name any now? Can you give anything we, away? I'll say we have um, a cast member. Unbelievable. Um, that we're going to interview soon. We have like a fucking Oscar nominated person. We have like, a, there are a lot of character actors that are, have 80, a hundred credits on IMDb. So, like so amazing to explain, fucking people. So to explain to people at home, when I got into comedy, like I remember people being like law and order was like a thing comedians did because it was a show that taped in New York. So well, they and like- I just watched a special yesterday. They did a like law and order before they were stars and mm. they also Broadway actors do it and they, accom- I didn't know this. They accommodate Broadway schedules so you can film this in is- the day and run. And so Leslie Odom Jr. actually did SVU before Hamilton and Mariska was at opening night of fucking Hamilton. I'm getting that, chills talking about it, it. Well, that's the thing. It like Law and Order is as much a part of New York City as yeah. like the Rockettes and you know the Comedy Cellar and 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 the, the Statue of Liberty. Like this is like an industry here. So there's like all these working actors that are just like. The, you'll see people in the background they'll be like that's a comic I saw last night that's a Broadway star like, yeah Jim is- Gaffigan uh, plays a pedophile who lures kids I remember with- <laughs> yeah. yeah um wait who uh, there's so many I can't now all of, I'm like I'm a pro and everything is escaping my brain but so many I mean a Margaret but, Cho has been on but this is so I mean I know that listeners right now what a what a gift you're giving people mm-hmm. because I always say Podcasts are a great way to take your brain, put it on the shelf, and let me take the wheel, let you take the wheel. That, especially right now, to go into the world of Law & Order SVU, have it kind of relate to a real-life you know, ty- you know, real story that is older. What a fun thing to do for an hour, yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, and then um, at the end of every episode, we'll tell you what episode we're doing the next week. So if you want to watch it before we recap it, you can. Huge, uh, so huge. There's, a, there's some podcasts I listen to that are like movie-based podcasts, and they never tell you what the movie's going to be. And I'm like, what a missed opportunity. Like, I want to be ready to go. Yeah, and their episodes are amazing. And the reason it's called That's Messed Up, Ice-T used to say it all the time in the first, like, nine seasons. And then the writers found out it was a drinking game, so they stopped. But um, it's also because the crimes are really messed up. Like, we're funny and we make fun of things, but it's also like... People are these crimes like it really. Yeah, they're really fucked up. That was the whole point of the show when it first started ripped from the headlines. Yeah. So it is. I mean, to say that's messed up. It kind of makes you think like Ice-T like he probably sitting there just being like, dude, this happened. That's messed up. Yeah, because he's one of those characters where he came from narcotics. mm -hmm. So when you come from somewhere else, it's always like. Wait, what? Like, it's a Mulaney bit. Like, they're always so horrified because it's like, oh, no. Every new detective is always always has a hard time 
adjusting to um, special victims unit. You have to be a special kind of detective. This is perfect. I want everyone yeah, I'm excited. To... We keep it light, but then it's serious and then it's fun and we're obsessed and we can't wait. I, I'm telling you, I think it's going to be And it's, it's on exactly great. right. So it's like the My Favorite Murder Girls Network. So perfect we feel network. really cool. I love a podcast with a plan. I think it's going to be Thank super you. successful. I can always tell when these things are going to be great. I, I'm telling you right now, everyone go subscribe. The RSS feed is up. That's messed up. An SVU podcast every Tuesday. Go follow Lisa at Cheese on Instagram. Go, go, go right now. Get involved. It's going to be all over my social media. Let's uh, let's get oh, into some art emails. is insane. I cannot wait to be able to post our art. Like, I cannot. <laughs> you always have really good yeah. stuff like that. I remember when you had the 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 picture of you with the different colored lipstick and the and the the weed in the background when you were going to. I think Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, you always yeah. have good stuff with that. Yeah, because I love all the arts. I love <laughs> art. I like <laughs> our music arts. is really good. Yeah. Kersky's done our music for the pod. So like, yeah, it's just, oh God. So that's another thing that's been keeping me through the pandemic is like being so excited for this and working and researching and like making sure we're, because we don't want to fuck up any facts when it's. No, you the, listen, victims. you. But that's the thing. This is a real show. Yeah. The po- the podcasts have evolved from hey, let's be a bunch of funny guys talking to no, I'm gonna like research a fucking well, no, murder. You're one of the first, and you're the one with the plan. Because when I I would always be mad when we had to do emails. I was like, why aren't we just talking? And it's like, no, people come here for the advice. Yeah, there's a bitch. legitimate show we're gonna do. We are sponsored, people. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Feels CBD. That's right. Right now. Everything is at an all-time high. Stress, anxiety, sleeplessness. And I would say that I'm so happy to have feels a part of my life. If you feel a little anxious or if you just can't fall asleep, you're not alone. We all feel that way. And that's why you should try Feels CBD. I've made it a part of my life. I, I in, in the beginning, I wasn't a believer. I was like, oh, you know, whatever. How's it going to help? It takes that just little edge off of your morning. It takes that edge before you go to sleep, that moment where you shut your eyes and you're like, do I even deserve to go to sleep right now? Aren't there a million things I should get done? No, Feels is there to help you. And it's premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. If you've never tried CBD before, let me demystify it for you. It will not get you high. It makes you feel a little bit more relaxed, nothing more. There's no high hangover addiction. Feels gets to work fast. Just put a few drops under your tongue and boom, you'll be feeling the difference within minutes. If you've never tried CBD and are a little nervous, Feels is a great place to start. I was unsure about uh, about how much to take, but Feels makes the dosage very clear. I recommend starting with the lowest dose and working your way up until you feel it's right. And if you're not sure, they'll hold your hand. They have a hotline with real humans you can call anytime. That's important to me. I like the fact that you can get on the phone with someone, just talk it out. They'll tell you all about the product. And once you add CBD to your life, you're going to want to make it a regular part. I have. I have legitimately made this a part of my morning routine. I wake up, I drop a few drops, I have my multivitamin, and I'm on my way. So sign up for Feels. 
so you get it delivered every month. You'll save money on every order. Feels helps me feel my best, and it can help you too. Special for my listeners. If you become a member today by going to feels.com slash JTrain, you'll get 50, 50, 50 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash JTrain to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. One more time, feels.com slash JTrain and feel better. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Noom. Getting in shape isn't just about losing weight. It's about learning healthier habits and feeling better about yourself. Maybe it's getting into your gold genes, having more stamina, or just treating yourself better. What if you could use one app for all of that? No more hunting for training apps, workouts, or calorie trackers. There is a new app called Noom that will help you develop a healthy lifestyle for years to come. Their whole thing is about learning, not dieting. They want you to build better habits. I am such a huge proponent of Noom. I love using the app for the calorie tracker. I I love that it I love that it comes to you with little daily updates and factoids. Factoids are huge. What a great way because you look at it, you read it like it's a text and you go, "Oh, that's something I didn't know before." What type of food is better for you to eat in a certain situation? It is all there. The the idea of volume. I never thought about food as far as volume. I never thought about food filling my stomach and the size and what it it's made of and the water contents having to do with your hunger levels. These are all things that make you just make your brain click into place and make you think about food in a different way. It's really helped me. On the new map, you can get tailored lessons, log food you eat, and learn a new lifestyle. You can also, when you log the food, you can like log, you can like scan a barcode to see if it's in their calorie tracker. Like, how easy is that? They're, basically, they're putting at your fingertips the information you need and you need quickly because when you're hungry, you're hungry. And when you're looking at something going, is that healthy or is that healthy? What's going to be better for me in this moment? You want something right at your hands, right at your fingertips that can help you make the best decision for you. And it's all based on the fact that no food is good or bad. Noom teaches you about moderation. Noom takes a human approach. There's no judgment. It's all about staying mindful and doing what you can every day. And it's all based on psychology. This is a huge thing. I'm trying to work around my own stuff with food, and Noom is a great asset in helping me do that. At Noom, small steps lead to big progress. Sign up for your trial today at Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash JTrain. What do you have to lose? Visit Noom.com slash JTrain to start your trial today. Again, that's Noom.com slash JTrain and start losing weight for good. Okay, let's do some emails. You ready, Lisa? I am. I'm excited. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. This is a good one. I think this is a good one for us to start with because it's called Dating a Comedian, Conflicting Work Schedules or Casual Hookup. Okay. <laughs> Jess just laughed in the background. Hi, Jared. Longtime fan of the podcast. I'll get right to it. I've been dating a stand-up comic in a major city for about six weeks now. We usually see each other about twice a week. Our first two slash three dates were dinner dates, but now that we are more comfortable around each other, we've been doing just hangouts at his apartment, watching TV, and having sleepovers. The past two weeks, has, uh, he's canceled our plans three different times, saying he's had last-minute shows pop up. I obviously support his career, and I'm excited for him to have shows back up for him to go to 
but we haven't been seeing each other as often. Sometimes I need to go over late at night after shows to sleep over if we can't figure out another day that works uh, where he has a night off. I work during the day and he works shows usually at around 9 p.m. One of the dates he canceled was him cooking us dinner and the other was us going out for a nice dinner. The rescheduled dates have been just hangouts, not going on ac- out on actual dates. Does this seem like he sees me as someone to casually hook up with or do you think it's um just an issue of getting our schedules linked up i like this guy i'm just concerned he sees me as someone to call to come over at night when he's bored and the rescheduling his uh is his way of keeping things casual thanks for doing the lord's work lisa what do you think i mean i want i want to know what city this is i want to know who this is and i want to know like is he doing shows or not (laughs) like it's hard to get on there's not that many shows like That's the thing. This came in a day ago, so it's not like it's from, you know, whatever. I I, like we you and I both know how many shows exist right now. Yeah. I I mean, they're not a lot. I'm perform, you know, I'm performing on, you know, on fucking dumpsters. So, like, I I know, like, stage time is a green room alley. Yeah, yeah, green room alleys and stage time and stuff to come by. Like, you know, you and I, we you used to be able to go, like L.A., New York, you could go out and do, you know, a couple shows, three shows a night, any night of the week. But now, if you're, if first of all, if they're not in L.A. or New York, this isn't, this is excuses, right? Well, I don't know. I don't know how Austin is doing it. I know Chicago did have shows happening. You know, Lori, our mayor just shut down indoor stuff, but... Like, I want to know who the fuck this is immediately. Um, but let's, if they're not like, I wonder why he won't invite her to the show. But the idea of a last second show popping up. That's, yeah. During what's going on right now. Like, I did a show last night in Brooklyn. It was outside. I knew about it for weeks. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like I, again, those things happen pre-COVID. They're not as much happening. Like the idea that it happened th- three, uh, two, the past two weeks, he's canceled our plans three different times saying he's let last minute shows pop up. I, I don't think, buy that. I don't buy it either. Do you think um, it's too passive aggressive next time it happens to say, I'd love to come to the show with you? I, the problem is it's the, the I, I, I use this excuse a lot when I was dating. Like, oh, I had a show pop up. I've used that. Many, many. So you have lied about that. Of course. Okay. Because it's the easiest way. To me, it's like a child. Like, this is something that is mine that you're not really involved with yet that I can always reference and put up as a shield. You know, the thing that you, the best excuses are the things people can't really deny you because the ones you could make personal, the ones you could go, like, if you have a kid, you can go, well, I have to be with my child. Like, you you know, like, those are the best excuses. Like, oh, I'll just come to your show. That's not really what I'm looking for. This is my job. I'm not going to bring you to work every time something comes up. Like, you can make it the other person's, like, you can make, you can make it so they don't come without well, you being mate, What dick. if it's not hanging out, like, like, backstage or whatever with you, but what if it's like, Oh, maybe I'll bring a girlfriend. Can we get tickets? Will you send a link? That's a good. That's Is a good way to go. Is it sold out? Like, I maybe I'll just bring Stacy and we can sit in the back. Sure. I mean, yeah, I think that's like a good plan for like sussing it out if this is for real or not. Um, I just wouldn't go over afterwards anymore. I I think you guys are past the point of like showing up at eleven o'clock. Like you have work too. 
Like yeah. this, per- this person has work. They got to wake up in the morning. Why should they, you know, for, for what your fucking bar show that you, you like that you claim popped up. Like, I, I don't, it's I don't suspicious. think if it wasn't think, COVID, it would not be as suspicious because it would be harder. Yeah. First. I, yeah. I mean, it'd be harder to like call them out because you and I both know the amount of shows going on right now. Like the idea, like I do like the idea of like, Hey, my friend and I are going to go, We'll come stop by. Where is it? What time? We'd love to come. And then we can hang out afterwards. Now you guys are at least out. I don't think, I think going over for like whatever his reschedule. Hey, no problem. I I think being unoffended and then going, let me know a better, uh, when we can do this date. I don't think rescheduling for a lesser date is a good plan. I know, but it's also like, then she should make other plans. You know, I don't like that he's jerking her around if there is lies, you know, like, Totally. You know, because it is so last minute. So it's like to be fucking canceled on three times in a row is annoying. So yeah. and she does like him. So for her to act like no problem, if, if it is a problem, I don't know. Like if that's. I think you give one like the no problem is a way to get to I have a problem. OK. So, so like I'm not saying it's no problem, but. It's kind of like you're setting them up for the discussion that you hope not to have. So like, hey, listen, show came up. Because you can't attack the show because anybody that wants to keep you around can always go to the morality play of like, this is my career. Well, this is what I do. Like, you know, we morality. only get so many. Not but morality. morality. But it's also like, girl, if you don't like it now. It's gonna be a lifetime. Like this is what we. This is, this is what we do. So if you're already like this isn't gonna work for me, like it's not gonna get better. No, but it, it seems like she's like I'm okay to work with this if this is what the lifestyle is. But I want to make sure that he's trying to be more serious with me while doing this lifestyle. Yeah. So it, it's like if that's what you're looking for. I'd be done going over after shows. That's not an option anymore. I would say to him, listen, things come up. I'm so happy you're getting on stage, especially with what's going on. Good luck. Let me know when we can do the date we had planned tonight. I like and, that. And, and then he either makes that plan or he doesn't. If he doesn't, then you have a problem to talk about. You go, hey, we canceled and now you said we were going to do this and now I'm sitting here was, you know, trying to get to know you. What's the deal? Yeah. And it's then it's not about his shows because the minute you make about the shows, he 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 lives in this land of like where you're like I don't want to touch it. I know he's you know it's hard. What you know there's yeah. Or you do how about we do a quick dinner? I'll go to the show. Yeah, if he wanted to make time, he could have. He could have. In a way too. He'll he'll reschedule to make that happen. And listen, yeah. I've been I I understand what she's saying. I I think it's like. Again, I'm bringing this up because it's stand-up comedy. We both know it. We both yeah. love it. We understand this. But this could be anything. But she needs to DM you and tell you exactly who it is. She needs to. Uh, yeah, I need. I need to know. We who the need to know is. where, yeah. who, what's up. Like this I is can not tell, okay. I could tell her how busy this guy is in yes. two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> J, J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Lisa Traeger. At some Glitter of the Cheese. biggest, some of the biggest comedians, millionaires in the world are doing shows in their backyard. Like, yeah, who we need to know who this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to know <laughs> immediately. Go check out Lisa's podcast. Get subscribed right now. That's messed up. Yeah. That's messed up. An SVU podcast. If you are a law and order person, which I know a lot of you are, 
This is the podcast for you. That's messed up. Go, go, go. Act litter cheese. Let's do another. Okay. Am I being a snob or are my feelings valid? Okay. Jared, loyal fan for a couple years now, putting all my friends on every chance I get. Here's the deal. I'm t- I've, 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 22, she put in parentheses, been with my boyfriend, 25, for about 10 months. We've been cohabitating since the pandemic, and he's moving to another city in about two months for work. He's currently unemployed and supported by his parents because of law school, and we're planning on doing long distance. This week was my birthday, and I was extremely disappointed in the lack of effort he put towards me. The weekend before my birthday, he went home to visit his family and told me he'd be home in time uh, to have brunch with my family, but then, but he then got too hungover from the night before to make the four-hour drive home in time. I didn't give him a hard time about it and let it slide. Then my birthday, he made reservations for two different chain restaurants, <laughs> one being a cheesecake factory. She wrote that in all caps. And I ended up picking a, a, a place myself. I woke up that day and went to work, and I was just a little upset that he didn't buy me flowers or make breakfast or clean the apartment as a sweet gesture. He also didn't post me at all on his Instagram for my birthday. He has one photo of us up together pre-pandemic. Last photo he has posted in general, and he hasn't posted anything of me since. When we first started dating, he used to post me on his stories occasionally, and he generally only reposts sports uh, sports content. I asked him why he didn't post me, and he got really upset about me being upset about something as silly as social media, and that he was just in the moment and not thinking about it. He then went on to tell me that maybe he needed some space in the near future. He says this on my birthday, I might add. (laughs) That's a funny... It was on my birthday. No, he wants space suck. You know, this is a bad conversation. He he hasn't actually acted on it. I feel like he said that so I would drop the topic and it really upset me. The only thing I addressed with him was the social media, but the rest of the conversation left me feeling strange. Can you give me some insight on how to talk to him uh, about this without sounding ungrateful for what he did for me on my birthday? This um, reminds me of like the the love languages Mm -hmm. and communicating. And it's like social media might be silly to you, sir. Yeah. But she's allowed to say, like, this matters to me, and you can't yeah. brush it off. You go, I didn't realize that was so important to you, and I will I will do a birthday post today for yeah. you. You know, you don't get to, like, say that's dumb. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that either. And um, sometimes this is a little bit like the asking the guy about his shows that keep switching around. Sometimes it's not about the social media. I mean, the social media, of course it's silly. Everything is silly, like top line. <laughs> like, like there's not one thing that's not silly. Like, like when I discuss the Bachelorette, it's a if you if anyone could look at me and go, well, that's a silly show. Yeah, but what about the topic at hand? The topic isn't the Bachelorette. It is relationships. It is the it is the joining of two people. This social media, yeah, it's stupid. It's silly. We, we the likes are are an invisible is, is a is a currency that we've all accepted, but. You felt unvalid. You felt uh, unloved on your birthday. That's the I'm major not, point. I'm not in a relationship, but I let every one of my friends know that I'm expecting a post. Yeah, I I, mean, I, I was very upfront, and I go, "Okay, everyone has a post ready. I need this. <laughs> well, I fucking I, need this. <laughs> I, I need this. I need the validation. I also and in COVID, I, like you can't really have a party. You can't see. You can't travel. Like the little things are what we have right now. 
Like, if, I agree with you. And if she had come to him, and I'm not saying what she did was wrong. I'm just saying, here's the difference in the in the discussion. Hey, I felt unloved on my birthday. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no disagreeing with I felt unloved on my birthday. You are my boyfriend, and I felt unloved and unworthy on my birthday. You know, or unfulfilled, not unworthy. I felt unloved, unfulfilled. What can you say about that? Then he's going to go, well, Why? Well, here's seven different reasons. You made a reservation at fucking Arby's. You, 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 know, you, fucking, you didn't post about me once. You didn't let anyone in the world. Then he would go, well, well, who cares about posting? I do. I care about posting. Yeah. But it's also like no flowers, no gestures, no breakfast. These are know, all symptoms. with the parents. It's so many things. And he's probably acting defensive because he knows he kind of dropped the ball maybe. Yeah, and he's probably I I think this is going to end this relationship. Like I I'm yeah. sorry to break it to this person. I I think he's realizing I think there's points in relationships where you're like, "Oh shit, I got to pay the rent." And this was a moment for him where he's like, "Rent is due. Can you fucking afford it?" Not real with real money, but with love and with responsibility and with attention. And it's like there, I've had those moments where I'm like, oh, I got to pay some rent. And then you go, do I want to do it or do I want to run out on this fucking Yeah, place? and asking for space on a birthday. Like, you know, you hear about people breaking up before Christmas, whatever. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Things happen. Sex in the city. Aiden finds out about the cheating the day of Charlotte's wedding. He's not going. I get those moments. But like, Listen, I've, sa- I've said it a million times in this podcast. Beware of birthdays, holidays, global pandemics, and vacations. Beware of those. I remember I got a hotel room for a romantic evening once, and it was an $800 hotel room. Mm. Um, great hotel. Sure. And that was the moment this person like brought up an issue, and I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> well, they're doing that because they're going, I don't want to be responsible for the why don't you fuck me right in this hotel room i paid for and yeah. then we can talk tomorrow <laughs> well like, because can we because just go- eat some pasta like what the <laughs> fuck is going on well because going through that 800 dollars night is a is a non-verbal agreement that we are more serious yes, than we I were got the day dumped. before i yeah. did get dumped i understand <laughs> yeah you're right you're right I, this person didn't care that's exactly what happened i'm actually having a realization with your advice right now that was a way of being like oh this is too much i'm not but this person i don't know yeah you're right you're but right I, but i think in this situation with this guy like he's basically saying i'm not up for the task of being that type of i also love the cheesecake factory so it's really hard for me i do too to be mad i would like love avocado egg rolls the barbecue chicken salad we the get chinese sides, chicken salad oh, the luau salad they're all yeah, fucking great <laughs> i i would literally i could live in the cheesecake factory yes. appetizers section for like a week i could just live there i could swim in it i would fucking bathe in their peanut sauce their peanut sauce there is Nothing like that in the world. Like I would drink. I never had it. it. I'm gonna oh have it my. next time. Oh my god! I because I, like, <laughs> I love I, peanut sauce. So and I love the cheesecake factory. So I can only imagine. There is nothing I wouldn't dip peanut sauce into. 
Yeah. They, what wouldn't you dip peanut sauce into, like, of a savory food? Is there a savory food that you'd be like, ah, I don't know if those go? No, I'm, like, trying to think of foods, and I'm like, yeah, I'll put a brie cheese in there. Like, of course. I, I'm, yeah, like, I can't <laughs> think of one. <laughs> JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Here with Lisa Traeger. So, but are you going to tell her, though, to dump him or have a real conversation? Or you think he's going to bow out before anything? I think this is his way of moving towards moving out. I think he's waiting for... Okay, uh, to go back to that email, she did say they're going to be long distance. I think this will end a, a week into long distance. Because he's waiting... I mean, to not go... To be... To me... And I understand. I don't think she's wrong for letting him off the hook for the parents thing. Like, but that's the parents brunch. That's the most offensive part of it. Like the no flowers, the no breakfast. She's she's creating a lot of things that she would have wanted, but he can't read your mind. He did know he had to be at brunch with your parents and he missed it. He chose to get drunk instead of being there. And he embarrassed you. He made you go to your parents and go, well, he can't make it. And that's him saying, I'm not going to be here for a while. So what do I care about these people thinking I'm a fucking piece of shit? Yeah. Yeah, like, you're right. So I, I think she should end it if I'm... And, and okay, the other thing is she said am I being a snob? No. Hey, the way you... Let's let's change... Let's let's click the the perspective into a different place. The way you acted on my birthday made me not like you anymore. I'm out. Like, that's the way to look at it. Yeah. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Talkspace. It's not easy to prioritize yourself when there's a lot on your plate, but investing in your mental health has long-term benefits. And with Talkspace, it can actually be affordable. I gotta say right now... What a great time to have Talkspace as an option. Talkspace is online therapy, and it's here to give everyone support because we all need it right now. Right now, stress is at an all-time high. We have more time to just think on things, and a lot of us are a little bit lonelier than we were before. And someone to talk to right now is such a great asset, especially when they're a licensed therapist. And the fact, and I understand getting to the doctor or the therapist or the psychologist or wherever you're trying to go to get help to better yourself, there's a hump to getting out the door, finding the place to go, finding the right professional, finding where to even start. Do I Google therapists? Again, these are all questions that I would have, and that's why Talkspace is a great place to start your search. If you use Talkspace, if you don't use it, but I think this is gonna a, a great opportunity. It's online therapy that's here to give everyone support. They'll match you with a licensed therapist who you'll be able to reach out to 24-7. That's right. Whenever something's on your mind, you'll hear back five days a week. And there are other benefits to online therapy. It's affordable. Talkspace is a fraction of the cost of in-person therapy. One month on Talkspace costs about the same as a single in-person appointment. That makes sense. They're not paying for an office. They're not paying for someone at the front desk. This all makes sense to me. And once you're in their network, you'll have access to thousands of therapists. They have experience treating a range of issues, depression, anxiety, substance abuse, relationships, food, and more. Bottom line is we all need someone to talk to. And Talkspace wants to give us the licensed support we deserve at a price we can afford. Just for you, my listeners get $100 off your first month with code JTRAIN. To match with your perfect therapist, go to 
Talkspace.com or download the app and use code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN to get $100 off your first month. That's JTRAIN and Talkspace.com. JTRAIN podcast at gmail.com. Lisa Traeger at Glitter Cheese. That's messed up. An SVU podcast. Go subscribe. The preview is out right now. There's a feed. You're going to get subscribed. You're going to have it right on your phone. Tuesdays, it's going to have different SVU episodes, people, guests coming on. I love it. I'm so excited for you. Slut, slut, slut. That's the name of this. Yeah. (laughs) I saved these ones for you, I'm still really happy about that advice you just gave where it's like, yeah, instead of waiting for him, be like, I expect and want more. Bye. That is like great fucking advice. Thank you. I, I, but I, I don't think he would give her the same leeway that she's giving him. Like, like if he was like, like, let's. I'm not saying these are the same, but something trivial. We're like, I won't blow you, and it's like, and he he would go, well, I want to be with someone who blow me, and he would never have the thought of like, am I being a snob? Am I being a <laughs> sex addict? Like, no, he'd be like, no, fuck no, I have standards, and I get blown. Like that would be his. So, like, I don't think the idea that, like, she shouldn't get what she feels she wants on her birthday, it makes her a snob. Like, let's change the languaging and then it's a little bit easier. So, slut, slut, slut. And I don't like those words, okay? I'm just letting people know I'm reading a title of an email. Jared and Guest, I've been dating this guy for about two months now. It seems to be going well. I met some of his friends. He met a few of mine. We hang out regularly, text me every day. Sex is good. All good things. But last night got a little weird. He invited me out to get drinks and he got pretty drunk, which wasn't really a problem at first. He was a fun drunk and just extra talkative. Eventually, the bar was dying down and we went back to his place and had sex. I'm not sure if it matters, but he never came. I mean, that's okay. It it's wasn't. Nice <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a big deal to me. He was drunk and kept pausing in the middle of sex. So whatever. I was tired and started going to sleep, but he was still pretty awake and was talking a lot, saying random shit. At some point, he said I was a slut, which bothers me. I I think I just said no, and he said it like two more times. I'm pretty sure he was joking. I think he was just trying to push my buttons because I wasn't staying awake with him. him. It's normal for us to tease each other, but that really felt too far for me. I don't think I've ever been called that before by a guy. I honestly would have left right then and there. I was pretty annoyed, but it was late and all I wanted to do was sleep at that point. Should I take what he said seriously at all? Do you think I should mention it to him? Thank you for all your advice. I love the podcast. So, Lisa. It's just hard as comedians when this happens because there's, I remember I worked with a girl and someone called her a cunt and she dumped him. Like, that was it. Yeah. And like, that's just, you know, it's like hard for me to understand that like language but if something bothers you you have every right to say hey i know you were drunk and maybe you were really tired but you called me a slut a few times and i did i just didn't like that word can you not say that to me yeah i'm sure he's gonna go oh i was kidding there's no way he's sitting there fucking really calling her a slut i don't yeah i don't think so either and no absolutely say something and also it's okay to let people know the line like she says she's like we you know listen we're you guys are in bed together he's drunk i'm not letting him off the hook for being drunk all i'm saying is you're talking in a sexual way to each other he gets on this like slut role you know that he thinks is funny or thinks it's you know he thinks it's a way to talk in that moment and you go hey the slut thing eh, kind of made yeah. me feel a little bit like kind of made me feel even, bad i don't even think it's that deep really no i don't think it's that deep and and again 
she's probably what happens is someone says something that means nothing to them and then you sit uh, sit on it and you're like oh are him and all his friends do they think a certain way about me do, am I, am I, did I dress a certain way that night I could totally understand how she goes down that rabbit hole because I would do the same like if someone was like like I had one time that someone was like um they used the word chubby for me <laughs> and it really got on my nerves. Wasn't it Husky? Was this online? Was it? Is was this it, a person? I feel like recently some, someone online said something funny about you. Oh, yeah. It was. <laughs> so it was. Yeah, there was this woman on social on stocky. TikTok. Stocky. stocky. Right? You're my favorite stocky, loud, funny guy. And I was like, why don't you just say you like my stuff or nothing at all? Like, I don't need the stocky part. And it's like, what's that? Beefy, that's <laughs> stocky, beefy, loud guy. That was <laughs> beefy is nice. Beefy is nice though. Beefy, I can. And the thing is, this is what happens. Beefy, I can, I can maneuver in my brain. I can go, yeah. okay, that's stocky like stocky is crazy. Stocky, there's no way I can maneuver that to make it into something that doesn't bother me. So, like again. This person was saying that they love my work, which I'm like, thank you. But you didn't have to like bring in all these other things to make me go, well, is this how people see me? Is this what it is? So I understand when she hears the drunken slut thing. Again, it's very similar to what you're talking about, this situation, because in the depths of being naked with someone where the person wants to be in bed with you and you've been seeing each other for two months now, he's happy to be there. And then he slips up with language because we all fuck up. That's the you know, reality. There's a, not, you know, I was going to apologize for going back to sex in the city, but I'm no, apologetic. Don't. I fucking love it. But there's um, an episode where Charlotte's fucking this guy. And as he comes, he goes, you fucking bitch, you fucking whore. <laughs> and she hates it. And when she tells him at dinner, he has no idea that he does it. Oh, it was he like, a, like a, he was like, I did that. But then he can't even he has to say it and he hates himself for it. And then finally, she's like, just say it. And he does. And he comes and he's like, I need help. And like, and he <laughs> runs and goes to therapy. Yeah. And it's like, the, it, again, we all do these things that are like, listen, I we you and I, we probably both have a million things that we wish we didn't say. But we also became the people we are today for having said them to learn and get better. So I, I like, listen, I've been drunk before and I'll call Jess a bitch and I'll say it as a joke and I'll be like, you come on, bitch. Like, like, just like as a joke, like, and I'm hammered and she'll be like, no, it's not funny to me. Like you're hammered. You're, you're saying bitch for some reason. Like, it's like, stop. And you yeah. know, I don't think okay. she should feel any shame or hesitation or anything to bring it up and be like, you called me a slut. I don't know if you remember. I don't like it. And I'm, I just feel like we, I want an update on this. I bet he's going to be like, Oh my God. I, yeah, <laughs> there's no way I think you're like a slut. Yeah. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Lisa Traeger. It, that's messed up. An SVU podcast. <laughs> Get subscribed right now at Glitter Cheese. Let's do two more. We'll do yeah. one. We'll Thank do you one. for You know, I don't like when it's only one more. I'm glad you gave no, me two, two more. more. I, yeah, I knew that you wanted two more. <laughs> All the Lisa Traeger episodes go long. So everyone knows I feel knows so this. grateful that people know because my friends, too, uh, they know I don't like people just saying bye and leaving. So I'll mm. always get my friends now warn me and go, just so you know, we'll probably head out in like 10 to 20. And I'm like, thank you. I need a that. Bye is time. coming. Yeah, I need to yeah. get mentally prepared. So we're going to do two more. There's one um, 
I have an email with an attachment, which was something oh, we always fine. love on this podcast. Also, but- I want, I can't wait. Maybe you're always going to be sassy. I can't wait till you get a cheese board that you can't insult. Like that is, I just am waiting for that cheese board. Maybe I hope Can I these hope listeners so too. step it up. Like step I just want a fucking cheese board door. Listen, I want one that we, you know, listen, we're all trying to achieve the cheesecake factory appetizers. Page. Cause I sent like, you a cheese board that I thought was incredible. And you mm, found, you found something. I, uh, well, listen, I, I'm the board Lord chairman of the board. <laughs> so I you know, it's a Dennis Rodman thing, right? Is he chairman. the board lord? He was uh, no, chairman, he was of, the chairman of the board because he was a rebound guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. Okay. Uh, all right. So this one's called Hook Me Up With Advice. Jared, I'm having a hard time with a relationship issue. After hearing your podcast, I feel like you're, you and your guests could shed some light on my concerns. I'm a 32-year-old female dating a 39-year-old man. Let's call him Jack. We have been together for over three years but do not live together. But a year ago, I got an instant message from a woman I had never met who claimed she had been sleeping with Jack for months. She thought I was the other wo- she thought I was the other woman. At first, I didn't believe her, but we chatted over IG for a while and she was able to prove her claims. I confronted Jack immediately and he confessed everything. It is worth noting that I have a hormone condition, which I have discussed with Jack many times, that can affect my libido. I have a feeling this played a part in why he cheated. Jack and I talked extensively. He apologized profusely and promised he was a changed man. Things have been okay for the past few months, but I struggle with the question of, did I make the right choice to let him back into my life? In the past few months, I have woken up at least once a week thinking about my decision. Jack has Jack lost his job shortly after quarantine began, but owns his home outright right in the past few months he has pressed me to move in with him but i don't feel like i'm there my question is it's been over a year of accepting his shortcomings and all of a sudden my brain has decided to question my gut reaction i don't think i'm ready to move in with him after all this time will i ever be is it a red flag and should i end this relationship this is a very well-written email it's a very understandable problem um i'm sorry this happened i you know there's a lot here. Lisa, what do you think? I mean, my initial um, thing is follow your gut. Like, yeah. So which one's her gut? Because she says it's been she says her brain has decided to question her gut. Her gut oh. was to stay. Oh, her, her brain gut was is, to stay. The, I thought well, her gut was to leave. Either way. I, I guess I don't know at this point. I guess her right now she's saying I don't want to. When move your in, which gut is, and your brain are fighting, it is hard. Very hard. I mean, I understand when someone, you know, so they said three years, do not live together. About a year ago, she got the Insta message. And then so she finds out about. So this happens a year ago. And then she goes, he confesses and he apologizes. And now they're back together. Like, I can understand staying in it. I do like I don't think she's a bad person for saying it. I don't think she's a weak no, person. One of like, my favorite couples. They've been together now over a decade, have a kid, married like both six I've they're one of my favorite couples to hang out with. They had a cheating incident in the beginning of their relationship. Mm. So like I'm definitely not one of those people that's like one cheat and you're out of here forever. Like I don't sure. believe in that because I have evidence of like really great couples. Yeah. Coming from that. So I agree with you of like not no one's judging her if she stays, you know? See, but does I, she love him? Does she want to move in? Like, she, it seems like she doesn't want to move in with him, which to me, maybe you do, maybe 
they're an alternative cool couple that will never live together, but <laughs> you should want to kind of, I, I'm now reminded, I might've even mentioned this on the show before, but I worked with this girl and she dated a guy for 10 years and she was always like, don't want to be married. Don't have kids. Fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck that. Met some mm. guy, dumped this guy and within a year was pregnant and married. Sure. You it can know, happen, you know, like so it, it's it's kind of like the, the chemical balance of two people. Like, it, it's just like, I don't know. I can't get over. I can't get over. Then all of a sudden you're with someone else. and You're like, oh, my God, the mix is that I, I it, the the solution came together to make it all kind of like go through. I get that. Here's what I'll say about her email. And there's a very important part that I sometimes the answers are in the email. And I'll, yeah. and I'll say and I and I think. The fact yeah, because I've not helped at all. I'm like, I don't no, know. No, I think you. I think it's been very helpful that you are. <laughs> this is an intense one. The others were kind of silly in a way. Not silly, but light. Light. But Maybe I, not. I, but this one is pretty heavy. I think you've been incredibly helpful to this person by just by just being unsurprised and unjudgmental. Okay. Because I think when someone goes back to someone that cheated on them, there's this thought of like, oh, I'm not a you know. I'm weak. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not smart. I'm emotional. You know, like we we're sitting here going, yeah, we can totally understand why you guys got back together. Like, I think that's helpful. The one thing I have an issue with is she says she's woken up at least once a week thinking about her decision. Fine. She made her decision. This here's this paragraph. It's worth noting. I have a hormone condition, which I've discussed with Jack many times that can affect my libido. I have a feeling this played a part in why he cheated. Jack and I have talked extensively. He apologized profusely and promised he was a changed man. I don't think it's fair of Jack to accept that your hormone condition is why he cheated. Like, I think you kind of let him off the hook. He's dating you. He knows you have a hormone condition. He can come to you anytime to discuss with you, hey, I want more sex. I think, you know, these. you were open with him about your Yeah, can I go issue. to a strip club? Can a hooker suck my dick tomorrow? You know? What, like, whatever. How do we work this out? Because I love you mm -hmm. so much, but I don't want to, you know, to go behind your back, to have someone out of the blue contact you, and then you go, Ah, uh, well, I do have this condition. Like, that's not an allowable excuse to me. And to me, if you let that be a part of, like, why you forgave him, then you're kind of letting... I, I don't think that's a full forgiveness. I think that's probably why you're waking up at night because you, like, you, you kind of gave him this fake out. Yeah, you're blaming yourself for his actions. Yeah, it, it doesn't seem... Like, t that would keep me up at night. Did I make the right decision? You know, like is, you know, what, what next sickness and health? Like what, what's the next health problem that makes that you're like going to let him blame for fucking someone else? Like I, I would understand why this keeps you up at night because you didn't really have the discussion. You kind of, everything got blamed on you or part of it at least. Right. I agree. So I, I think maybe that's part of the next discussion of like getting him to be like, I'm sorry for fuck, you know, for ruining what almost ruining what we had like how could i trust you if i can't even trust you to apologize the right way so yeah he, i yeah i wonder how he even did apologize also but, how do you feel about uh people reaching out to someone else and be like i'm fucking your dude i don't like it i i i kind of like because you don't know what is going on like how that re so relationships work in such fucked up ways sometimes you see a couple and you're like how are they doing it and it's like they've figured out how to make this work. 
um, and you don't know what kind of deals they've made or what kind of like concessions or how I don't know I, I it's just like when I see a fire I run away I don't run into the fire how do you feel I don't know I have no idea because a part of me is like yeah out this fucker you know like if mm-hmm. you find out about someone like I'm gonna let you know but also I don't know I actually don't have a full opinion because it's also who are you to break people up? You're just like a straight, but she also thought that this girl was the other girl. Yeah. But why is no one mad at this guy? Is it cause he owns a house? Like, I don't understand why well, he's the, the, getting away a, with all this. That's the thing. It's like, he's getting away with it because of your condition, I guess. And because he was like, I don't know. I, again, I, I don't, I, I understand reaching out to the person going, Hey, like this is what's going on. But like, again, like, Let's say you're this woman. You know, would we you rather mutual... not know? Oh, no, I don't know. It just sucks. It's like so hard. Dating is so hard to realize like trust is so valuable and hard. I know. Well, that's the thing. You, that's why she's not wanting to move in. She doesn't trust the guy. Like, also, you're moving into his home that he owns. So, like, he's already cheated on you. Like, do you want to get in a situation that, like, this guy could just toss you out. Like you've moved your whole life to him. Like that's not really like a a real partnership. But a part of me also feels like he, this is his way of being like more fair. It's harder to cheat when you live together. Right. Or am I making that up? I would assume it is. I mean, especially during what's going on right now, like you see you're with each other all day long, but like, I just like if you can't trust him enough to not cheat on you, then how are you going to trust him to move into his home? Like, at what point does he, does he have any risk in this? Not a lot. No, and I keep going back to what you said about like her blaming herself for his actions when it's like this is who you are, girl, and you deserve to be yeah. with someone that's going to work with it, talk with it about talk about it if it's you know an issue. You know, like she says, if I don't, she says, I'm not ready to, if I'm not ready to move in with him after all this time, will I ever be? I don't, I can't tell you whether you'll ever be. I will say that at some point, both parties have to take a chance. And if he's, I wouldn't want to move in with someone who isn't taking as much a chance as me. Like, I want to know that we're both taking a chance. And in this situation, it feels like you're just going to move into his home and kind of like, be uh, you know you're as removable as the the sofa is that that why you and Jess moved into another place instead of your other apartment or you wanted to be in this neighborhood too we wanted to be in this neighborhood and I think we wanted to have like something together like it did I I can understand and you know Jess's perspective was like hey I want to like have a place this is I'm not going to just bring my bags in and be like you know drop them on the floor and I I understand that completely like and yeah and you you had really silly furniture (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's the only reason she's like this is silly but i i feel for this person but no, because just when you said like both taking a risk and a chance like you both yeah take an equal chance of like getting a place together yeah and that shows that skin in the game like to me he has no skin in the game he even didn't even take a risk to lose you by using your illness against you so like you know this is kind of how he operates to me i it is a I red also, flag. You know what? Um, this is uh, some advice. Uh, J, you know, J Train does a great job, but why don't you guys go to a couples therapist or like go to yeah. if either of you have a therapist, like 
go to your therapist with him or work it out in therapy with a person that is going to be helpful. And yeah, I would say go to therapy together. I'm, I'm with you. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here with Lisa Traeger at glitter cheese. Go follow immediately. That's messed up. That's the podcast. Uh, it is every Tuesday. It's coming out. A brand this is driving sh- me crazy. What's the book behind you? When's what? What does that say? When's happy hour? That's a Betches book. Okay. They, <laughs> it's been um, killing me. It's like I've been looking at it this whole fucking time. Uh, let me get. So I'm going to forge you a an okay. email. Cool. And. I'm going to never done something like this. This is great. Well, this is a new thing we're doing at the end of every podcast. I bring out a email with a, um, an attachment. Okay. And I'm going to forward it. I keep refreshing. I keep refreshing. Hold on. Hold on. I'm (laughs) copying and pasting. I'm in different. Did it work? Are you going to come out with your own line of, uh, cheese boards? Um, I'd like to, I have the board Lords t-shirts and sweatshirts that I, I like that I actually I wore it last night. I love the design of it. Like I it's like my face with my eyebrows on a board. Shop.jaredfree.com. Shop. Oh, it says be careful with this message. <laughs> what is that? Is that oh my uh <laughs> Okay. Um right, are you ready? gonna read it? You're reading I'm gonna it. read the email and then we'll go to the examples. Okay. Okay. It she attached it in a way that's very hard to read, but I okay, you ready? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hi, Jared. Feather Feather, loyal listener and Patreon member here. I just want to say thank you for your tips on how to respectfully end things with people. Here are a couple examples I've sent after first dates where there was no connection. I feel like this language doesn't put people on the offensive. Thank you again for your wisdom. Okay, so I don't know. Is she, she just letting to, me know she that wants she wants to know that you gave great advice and she's following oh. and she wants your approval on the way she ended it with people and if she did a good job. That's what Do I'm we- getting. I, I, feather her. <laughs> so let's feather her. Let's, so let's let's see if these were good. The, do you, do you want to read them? Um. Yeah. Will you, Will I be her? I'm the green. Oh, green is already yeah. a problem. Oh, yeah. We are. That's not her fault. She is blue. And she's other changed to blue. <laughs> oh, because okay. So you read. You be her. Okay. I'm. Are you gonna do the one before? Oh, just her. okay. I know. I'm a wild woman. LMAO. Hey, so I had a really good time meeting you and I enjoyed our conversation, but I don't want to, but I want to be honest that I don't think we're a match for what I'm looking for romantically, but you're awesome. And I wish you luck out there. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I'll be. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm inclined to agree. I would have given you a chance, but when we were talking, I just didn't feel like we had that much in common. Good luck out there. See, she, she did a great job in that one. This is the first one. That we're gonna read two of them. He uh, is still a dick. Like, like that is like I, I, I think this is a lesson to everybody that like you're dealing with egos. You're dealing so like this yeah, is people why don't sh- like being rejected. You know, totally. You really have so to like, be a super confident person to be rejected calmly. Totally. Or be in and, the acting biz. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but she wrote a great text. I think she did a great text. She left no room for like. Let's be friends. No, no, no. Good luck. Good luck out there. So to me, great job. Let me feather her. Great job. You have to understand 
that any text he sends after her, they send whatever the gender the person sends is them lashing out. Nobody likes to be rejected because when he writes, I'm inclined to agree. Like, what, what are you, a fucking prince? You know, like, you didn't, like, like getting, like, I am inclined to agree. I would have given you a chance, but when we were, t- like, who are He's you? He's trying to take control that, like, I would have given you a chance, but I wouldn't have, I, you know, like, I too didn't want it, but it's like, you wanted her. Like, I could tell, yeah, you know, like, you he's trying to her. take That's control. The, yeah. Like, I There's, dumped you, and it's like, no. No, no, no. You're being dumped. Own it. So, like, it's kind of a nice lesson to read this and go, yeah, it doesn't matter who, how nice or what little room you give. People are going to be dicks to these texts, and that's okay. Because even, even, obviously, in a dream scenario, it would be like, well, you were super great, disappointed to hear, but thanks. Yes. Um, but let's say you didn't think she, it would be like, if it wasn't a bummer, you could be like, good luck out there, too. Well, one sentence. You don't even have to be sad. Like, not even. It's, you could, so, it's such a, yeah, it's like total control games. It, it is. And it, it's control with someone you're never going to see again. That's how fucked up yeah. this part. Okay, so let's do the second he one. He obviously liked her. Okay. Yeah, um, he, oh, he obviously was attracted to her because yes. the, 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 the yeah, I'm inclined to agree is him being like, yeah, I was only, and him going, I would have given you a chance. No, I would have given you a chance because I would still would fuck you. That's yeah. the, you know, like, what are you talking about? Okay, so let's go to the next one. It was okay. So the guy. I'll, I'll write. Okay, okay, I'll be the guy. Sunday at nine thirty six p.m. How was the rest of your weekend? Monday then- at twelve oh eight p.m. Wow, she really made him wait. Okay, it was good. I really enjoy meeting you and chatting. I don't. I why do I keep saying I don't? I want to be honest that I don't think we're a match for what I'm looking for in a relationship. But you are awesome, and I wish you luck out there. Nice. Yeah, I agree. But it was nice to meet up and get to know each other a bit. You're fun. Uh, uh, you're fun and outgoing, and I enjoyed having a drink with you. Best of luck to you too. That is best case great. scenario. That's best great. Case, yeah, it is really great. But again, of course, he wouldn't have asked how your weekend went if he didn't want more. You know, or yeah, of course, they're just not able to be honest. <laughs> She's doing that for an amazing job. It's honestly like how much. Most problems, even some of the emails or any most struggles we have in life, business, work, family, friends, it's all boils down to communication. 80% Always. of the time. Like it's communication. It's being honest, open. And because it's the best thing, of course, it's going to be hard to do. And this was like effortlessly good. A- absolutely. And let's like let's let's sit here and thank. Thank J. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Thank- <laughs> Let's thank um, our, you know, Lord Apple for giving us the blessing of texting because she got to just be like, boom, 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 game over. They wrote back whatever they wanted. They could have written back gibberish. It wouldn't have mattered. You're done. You're out. It's over. You did everything you had to do and you did it with class and you were nice and boom. Now move on. I love it. Yeah. And he was a lot better than the first response. I want to see more of these. I would encourage. Send them in. I want to see people. I want to see the bad responses to honest messages. People get mad. (laughs) I mean, people and it's just people. Basically, what they're doing is they're struggling while you're choking them out. You're choking them out and they're just trying to do anything they can to get out of the chokehold. 
And that's it. That's what it I is. I think I would definitely respond with like, bummer. Like, I think I'd be honest and be like, this is <laughs> sad to me. Um, but okay, you know, I respect your honesty. I would always be like, respected. The problem with bummer is like, that's a person that they probably would have gone out with again. That's a lo- like a yeah. level of awareness. So you're like, oh, you said bummer? Uh, actually, now that you're kind of cool, I kind of want to hang out with you still. <laughs> JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Lisa Traeger, thank you so you much. You know what? You need to have a where are they now episode. We're working on such a thing. Okay. It's, it's, uh, these are all. <laughs> of course you are. Of course you are. I did a Patreon for five months. I canceled it last week, and someone's like, "What's up?" And I go, "I'm done. I can't make any more videos. I can't. I don't know how you. I, you gotta I, make I the Patreon. You gotta make the Patreon work for you too. I'm about to yeah. tape a Patreon episode right now. So no, someone I, I, tried I, to make fun of me, and they're like, "What are you doing? Like tours of your childhood bedroom?" I go, "Yeah, that's what I did today." <laughs> yeah, that's the premium content, bitch. <laughs> Well, Lisa, always a pleasure. It's great to catch up with you. Everyone go follow Lisa at Glitter Cheese. That's messed up. That's the new podcast and SVU podcast. Love it. So excited to have you in the podcast game. Everyone needs to go subscribe. I'm excited. Listen, subscribe right now. It is such a helpful thing and it costs you nothing to do. So go subscribe. We want Lisa on the charts. I definitely subscribe to some of my friends' podcasts that I don't listen to. I want people to listen, but I definitely will like subscribe to, you know, support. Yeah, show some love. There we go. So go get involved. And Um, thanks for having me. Honestly, you're a solid, great person, and I miss you. I made a dream um, wedding guest list, and you are on it. I made it. You made it. Thank God. Thank goodness. And I spelled your name J, and then a train emoji. That's all I care about. That's (laughs) my favorite thing. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday and Thursday. We'll be back next episode. Boom.